So yeah, it takes forever. It's like that's Dude. why, like, when I went to the game, I was like, I'm not even. And we are back. Welcome to another edition of the Sports Board. And we are back. We got the full crew in the house. That is what it's all about. The Yankees out of any team in the league are the best equipped to handle a blow like this. I think there is a higher power at play here. He's due. Law of averages. That dude is the ultimate scrub. It's <laughs> trash. Yeah. Every person you have in there is fucking trash. Next game, you're going to see a big, big, big performance. You can see it in the end of the game, and I'm just totally stoked and excited for this. And we are back. Welcome to another edition of the Sports Port. It's Barnes. It's Tony. Yo, dude. It's Mike. What's going on, fellas? Not much, man. Typical Monday, you know, starting the week off right, you yeah, know? Yeah, you had, you've had a great start to your week so far, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Michael, what do we got? Very good weekend. Very good weekend. <laughs> Very good show yesterday. Yesterday. Mo- Candlewood. Sorry I missed it. Most Saw views it in a while, dude. Barnes, I'd say, you know. And, and honestly, I think when it's just us two on two, one on one, mano y mano. Two on two? Los Hermanos. We get the most views. I, I, the numbers don't lie. I mean, it's just we're you know, straight down to business. No, no, I would like to take a second. See, look this is why, right there. I, the, I was just yeah. I never cut Barnes off yesterday. Ever. And Barnes Ever. never cut me off. Continue though, Tony. Keep cutting us off. What do you got? No, that's it. Actually, oh, you know, that was okay, it. Okay, I'd like okay. to take a second look at the numbers. I will do some research tonight, and we'll see. Honestly, and, and honestly, I was just gonna say to our fans, our listeners out there, if you didn't catch the episode from yesterday, definitely give it a look. Obviously, it's on our YouTube channel. <laughs> that being said, let's get started. The world of the National Football League. Do not stand up with that man and let him just throw you out of the club. On its way. It bounces off the crossbar. And it's good. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. All right. All right. Week six. Almost in the books, Tony. Obviously, we got the one game tonight. Obviously. Uh, yesterday, some interesting results. Uh, we'll start with one that was not close. From the start, your New York Giants got demolished at home. Embarrassing. They were celebrating 10-year anniversary of their last Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Rams 38, Giants 11. And courtesy this information of Scott Hansen, nice. the red zone living legend, Scorigami. We've never had that score ever in NFL history. Is that at least a good thing for Giants fans out there? They could say we were part of history. No one's ever lost a game 38 to 11. No, <laughs> I don't think so. No, I'm just kidding. Obviously, I mean, just a slacking. On, it's it's just it's it's bad. It, at the end of the day, it's bad. But good part of this game, obviously, Ram side, Matt Stafford, mm-hmm. 251 through the air. Four touchdowns, only one interception. They even pulled him in the fourth quarter because the game was out of reach. Cooper Cup uh, playing like a guy who could be really in the MVP conversation. A buck 30 on nine catches, two touchdowns. Uh, they, they got the running game going. Devery Henderson had 78 yards rushing, or Daryl, my, my mistake, uh, with a touchdown. Uh, I really like this Rams team to go to the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I would definitely honestly second that. I mean, you know, you look at Stafford. I mean, you know, I've talked about him before. Someone who, who's resilient, you know, he's definitely, you know, a, a tough guy. You know, you talk about him 
battling through injuries, coming up clutch in the big moments. And I think this, you know, of course you can say it's Giants, bad team, whatever, but this is a game that the Rams obviously should be succeeding in. Um, and, you know, it's, it's good to kind of see the team, you know, do that. Yeah. You know? And it was funny, too, because a lot of times you see the team traveling east, right. the west coast, tough start. Giants mm-hmm. drive all the way down the field, have to settle for three, and then don't get on the board till like a couple minutes left in the fourth quarter. Um, so from that point on, they dominated. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I like what I see out of the Rams. And I just think, you know, Goff needed to go um, because oh, yeah. McVay, we know, you know, since he's he's mm-hmm. coached the Rams, he's really been an offensive innovator and just a great coach. So he gets his quarterback and right. they've obviously had these results. And next week, I mean, we get the Lions who got <sighs> yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's basically a bye week coming up. I mean, I don't see any reason why this team can't win 14, 15 games. Yeah, no, I totally agree, dude. And it's it's funny. I mean, look at Goff now. You know, he's still getting called out. Um, you know, obviously not performing. So, I mean, I mean, good move by the Rams to kind of get rid of him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's just been a train wreck. Yeah. Um. So, you know, Rams. Like I said, they'll see their whole. I didn't even think about that little reunion. Right. Uh. Next week, and uh, they'll actually be Goff coming back to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Obviously, <clears throat> I mean, the only he he played against the in front of the fans at at uh, the Memorial Coliseum, not mm-hmm. in the new SoFi Stadium, but still be a homecoming somewhat. Oh, yeah. Uh, giant side of things. I mean, <sighs> Daniel Jones, we've talked about all year. Oh, he looks better. He looks better. Uh, kind of went back to his old ways. 242, no touchdowns, three interceptions. Uh, so you have that to deal with. And then mm-hmm. your one bright spot all season, Kadarius Tony, three catches, 36 yards early, first quarter. Leaves the game, ankle injury. I've not seen today yet. Timeline, but it didn't look good. No, dude. I mean, there's there's really nothing good here to come from the Giants. Uh, I mean, you look at the stats. I think their their defense is averaging 29 points given up per game. Uh, Jones has six turnovers in six games. Uh, obviously, having a difficult time holding on to the ball, difficult time passing the ball. Um, I think first time in 30 years they've been down by 25 or more points going into the half, getting booed by the fans. Um, so obviously that's not good. Uh, and it just looks like just total, uh, complete mess there. I mean, I would expect honestly a, a complete retooling for, for next year at this point. It's, it's funny, you know, um, it's not funny, but I guess the big narrative was, was how, you know, they were keeping Jones into the fourth quarter. Um, I think they, were, they even ran a QB sneak and it's obviously like the game is way out of, well right. out of reach. Right. It's like, that seems to be a big, um, kind of question mark as to why why are you even playing him you know like especially he had he had some concussion issues right this yeah no, weeks he, ago he, so no even coming into this game they weren't yeah. sure if he was going to play earlier in the week so it's like come on like fourth quarter kind of you know maybe protect your players a little bit better at that point i mean you got to kind of think of it from a perspective like the players is i mean yeah the game's out of reach yes you should still be playing to the best of your ability you should still be fighting to get points on the board um but I don't know, dude. It's 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 tough. Yeah, I yeah, think I mean, it's, it's a tough a, call. It's a tough time to be a Giants fan for sure. And I think, I mean, top to bottom, mm-hmm. you got to just get rid of everyone because oh, we yeah. saw after they fi- fired their last coach, Pat Shermer, they keep on Dave Gettleman. He brings in a new coach, and obviously back then everyone knew he needed to go. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's a case where you just fire Gettleman, keep Judge because you just need to have that synergy between the front office, and right. the coaching position, and 
what what has Judge done uh, to, to show that he deserves to stay? Nothing. And I mean, everyone was ripping him on the radio today. He's comparing mm-hmm. riding uh, the ship this year to a submarine. And I don't oh know, my god, just, did you hear that? I, I heard bits and pieces. Did you hear the whole thing? Yeah. Well, the whole interview was like eleven minutes. I heard a nice sound bite where he's talking about how you know we are on a submarine, and when you're on a submarine and there's you know a a hole gets popped into it and there's water coming in. You have to rely on the guys on the submarine to fix it. No one's going to come and help you. No one's going to be brought in to come help you. So he's saying that we have to rely on the guys we have on our coaching staff on our players to kind of write the ship here. Um, kind of an odd analogy. I feel, I guess I can see what he's saying. You know, I get the point, but it's like, dude, I mean, and I don't know, it just, for me, it kind of seems like he's almost deflecting some blame away from himself. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, I think it's just way too much. At the end of the day, we don't want to hear excuses. We don't want to right. hear plans, reasons. And there's not results, a right? hole in the submarine. The, the submarine is on the bottom of the ocean, like sunk, dude. Yeah, I mean, like, season's I, over. I it, mean, it, like, where are they going? It, it's crazy. Like we thought, you know, some of the years in between Super Bowls that mm-hmm. you know it, it was pretty bad. You know, when Eli, especially towards the end, but this takes it to a whole new. Whole nother level. I mean, I think I heard today <laughs> uh, most losses in the NFL since 2017. Yeah, um, by I think only a couple of games to the Jets and then the Jaguars. I think are third, but still, I mean, obviously not a great stat to be a top of no. on the top of. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, we'll see if they can muster anything together next week against your guy. Law of averages. Sam Darnold <laughs> hosting the Panthers. So Darnold wouldn't expect it, dude. But my question, honestly, do you think Eli Manning slightly happy that they're not doing well? Um, I honestly just just judging from what I see out of him on the on the broadcast, I don't think he cares. Honestly, I think he's having his oh, yeah, cokes, right, just relaxing the kids, Peyton. But there might be a little bit of type card of games, kind of maybe a little tight, you know. Uh, didn't he have? Am I wrong to say you didn't he have the record for most starts, most uh, consecutive starts probably, for a starting quarterback? Then, I believe, and then Jones had, started one game, and then that was it. Yeah, Ben McAdoo making that move. Yeah, Geno Smith. So, uh, hard to really say, but either way, I mean, I'm sure all Giants fans are hoping that changes are imminent, uh, and they will not continue to see every week this type of performance. So we'll see if they can turn it around next week. Uh, but my question to you, Tony, is oh boy, how about them Cowboys? Cowboys look good, dude. Um, definitely one of the most exhilarating games. I don't know. I, I mean, obviously, there was a kind of a tough call there in the end. Um, kind of, you know, a big toss up there for them to kind of get that victory, I feel, in terms of that bad call. Uh, I think it was a face mask call, right? In overtime, I, I, um, I believe so. That kind of eventual missed call, and then I think they had. A new set of downs at that point, and then they just kind of ran down the field CD with it. Lamb. Yeah. So, um, but absolute electric game to watch. Um, I feel like, right, the, the Cowboys were down a little bit at first, kind of came back. Pats answered. I only caught like the like the fourth quarter of it in the overtime, obviously. But I mean, the final like five minutes of that game with, oh my God, it was so much fun, dude. Yeah. Coming from me, I think that means a lot. Um, and, and I and I think it does, and especially you look at this. So it's Cowboys thirty-five, Pats mm-hmm. twenty-nine. You know the final in overtime. Prescott, I mean, completely tore apart uh, this Bill Belichick defense. Mm-hmm. Four forty-five, three through the air, one pick. 
Uh, you know, the running game was solid, you know, not spectacular, but 110 yards between Zeke and Tony Pollard. Uh, C.D. Lamb, though, I mean, I've talked about him several times, uh, almost 150 yards receiving, two touchdowns. I mean, they pretty much got whatever they needed. I was almost surprised that the Pats were able to put together 29 points because mm-hmm. uh, I think they look terrible. Um, and it's funny, though, really, the Patriots were on track to win this game had it not been uh, for the Trevon Diggs pick six. Mm-hmm. Seven, Diggs Island. Seventh straight game with interception. Crazy. Unbelievable. I mean, he looks like Deion Sanders. I think that's the first time that's happened since like 1980, I believe. Yeah. No, it's. Um, But yeah, it was like two and a half minutes left when he threw that pick. So it was pretty much just like kind of run the clock out almost at that point. I think Dallas had already started using their timeouts. Right. No, and then it was funny because it seemed like Dallas has it in hand. Yeah, yeah. Kendrick Bull Right away. 75 yards down the field. I don't know what happened there. Um, I mean, Diggs gets beat, but there's a safety that kind of comes in and just like completely misses. Yeah. Like, I don't know what type of, like, line he was taking. Sounds like some Tampa 2 coverage. It, yeah, it was so weird, bro. But, it, you know. Whatever. And actually, Bart Scott uh, mm-hmm. today on uh, Bart and Han was uh, comparing Diggs to Delta O'Neal, the former Cincinnati Bengal, back in the day. And he basically was saying how he'd have 10 interceptions, but he also would lead the league in touchdowns allowed. So mm. he's just kind of a gambler. Right. Um, you're just going for it. But he's obviously paid dividends for this uh, Dallas defense. So you look at it, um, you know, they, they're getting Minnesota next week. Obviously a five and one start is everything that they want. Um, and, you know, Minnesota barely squeaked by the Carolina Panthers this week. So, They've been inconsistent, uh, you know, three and three start here. So should be an entertaining game. And, and we'll see if the Cowboys can continue to dominate uh, this NFC East and be in contention uh, for a Super Bowl. Uh, a lot of talk, though, about how McCarthy, some questionable clock management calls and how everyone loves the play calling of Kellen Moore, the offensive mm-hmm. coordinator. And, it, and I, I kind of think sooner than later, I, I think McCarthy's actually going to be out. I mean, it doesn't seem like he does anything. He doesn't call plays. Right. Uh, and then just he, he's, he's calling timeouts at wrong times. I mean, I, I just don't get it, especially a guy. He's won a Super Bowl and it just more and more seems like to me. And I understand the record is what the record is this year. But it almost seems like it's in, in spite of him, not because of him. And it's just like it makes me more and more think that it's like all the success that the Packers had was clearly mostly about Aaron Rodgers, not right. about what Mike McCarthy is doing. I think Aaron Rodgers would totally agree with you, dude. Um, but no, I see what you're saying. Is he how, how old is McCarthy? I don't think he's out. He's not that uh, old, right? He's probably 56, 57. Oh, yeah, he's not. Okay. He's not a spring chicken. No, uh, but yeah. I mean, in terms of, I don't know, he's not too old. Fifty-seven. Uh, I mean, we, we see right there all these articles on McCarthy. I mean, it's not good press, despite a five-one start. You'd think, oh, they made the right move with the coach. Thank God Garrett's gone. But no, everybody's praising Kellen Moore, and I just know the way Jerry Jones is. He doesn't like to miss out on things, and Kellen Moore is the hot candidate for a new right. coaching job, so I don't think there's any way he's going to let him go unless they win the Super Bowl this year. Then, I mean, what's he supposed to do? Even though right. we saw him let Jimmy Johnson go way back when. So should be interesting, honestly. But it's fun <laughs> It's fun when the Cowboys are good because usually, I mean, yeah. their offense, obviously, you know, offense is exciting. And, I mean, whether it's through the air, on the ground, yeah. I mean, they're, they're just very good. They're America's team, man. Yeah, they are. Wow, um, I don't know. So, I, like I said earlier this year, I mean, Easily winning this division mm-hmm. three, four, if not five games because Giants, no, Eagles, no, and Washington football team, 
Hell no. <laughs> Even though they're yeah. actually probably better than the Giants and the Eagles. But, I mean, either way, when you're bad, you're bad. Right. Uh, that's that's the premise. Uh, but the Patriots <laughs> fall to two and four. I mean, Mac Jones looked decent yesterday. Yeah. Um, you know, you got 101 uh, rushing yards out of Najee Harris uh, or Damian Harris. Um, but I just – I think just as each game goes on and they lose more and more – uh, the Patriots are now nine and thirteen since Brady left for Tampa. It's kind of an indictment on on the head coach. I really do. I uh, really yeah, so. dude. I mean, obviously, you know, you you talk about you know the, the dynasty Belichick and Brady had. I mean, you know, the big question when Brady left was like, who was really the reason why they were winning? And you know, obviously, you know, Belichick is, thinks very highly of himself, as you can tell. Wait, he does. Uh, yeah. So I would imagine, you know, it's not the best to look for him. He's definitely not excited about it. But I think at that point, you know, the, all the arrows point to Tom Brady. Oh, I mean, it's without a question. And, and I stand by it. He's definitely not winning a championship. And mm-hmm. I honestly don't think until the day he retires from this point moving forward, he's not making the playoffs, honestly. I really I, – I think he, he, this is a shock to him. Um, and, and it shouldn't be though, because you look at his track record with Cleveland did absolutely nothing mm-hmm. struggling with Bledsoe before Brady came in. Um, he just did not realize how good he had it. And he's like the de facto general manager for the Patriots. And he was so insistent on getting Brady out of there. And it's like, he had what he needed. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I definitely know he would never admit it in a million years, but he deeply regrets treating Brady the way he did and pushing him out the door. Wouldn't admit it in Honestly, a, a million years. Couldn't have said it better myself. I could not imagine him admitting that. It'd be hilarious no. if he did, honestly. Uh, but don't you think like his days, like even playoffs, like done? I don't know about that one, dude. Not making the playoffs in the rest but, of his career. But, but you know what the thing is, Tony? What it's is the like, thing, Barnes? We get offense is, is a completely different story. This defense, I mean, getting absolutely torched. It has nothing to do with Brady. Mm-hmm. And it's like he's the he's the guy bringing in all these guys. Even if you're not going to be a top defense in the league, like we saw when Brady won the six Super Bowls with them, it's like you should be yeah. respectable. And letting up over 500 yards of total offense to the mm-hmm. Dallas Cowboys is not at home. I think they've lost four straight home games too. First time in like a long time, basically. Probably never happened under Brady. Probably not. Um, I think his son honestly is a big issue, dude. Yeah. I mean, Pat- like Patricia is a lower level assistant, you know, after getting fired from the Lions last uh, last year. I mean, why not just, you know, push Stevie Belichick to the side? Yeah. Let the I they used to call him, I think, the rocket scientist, because I think that's what he used to study before he decided to become a football coach. Steve. No. Uh, oh, Patricia. Oh, Patricia. Yeah. Let him, let him oh. take it back over. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I mean, you got to produce better results than this. So. They do face the Jets Nets next week, and you know me and Michael are going to be on this. The Jets are winning this game easy, and I mean, what is what's going to be the Belichick snark comment after they fall fifth straight home game to the Jets, his number one hated team in the NFL? What's he going to say, Tony? I want to hear it. I don't know. Oh, okay. It was just just curious, Michael. Anything? Well, we played a. Played, played how we played. Yeah, That's sounds true. about right. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. And, and I honestly think if that happens, you're going to see Patriots fans all over New England burning Ooh. old hoodies. I'm telling you, 
It's going to happen. I don't think they are shit, tight. Dude. I and, don't know, and I wish, you know, I, I just can't even take listening to Boston radio, but I would love to. I mean, I know hosts are going after him at this point. They have to be a little bit. Just, just the fact, it's not even about the win and loss, but the mm-hmm. fact that it was his call to say, Brady's done. I don't need him. It's my system. It's not him. I mean, they have to be pissed. Yeah. Why wouldn't you be? But I guess. We'll see. I don't know. I think, I mean, I don't know. Give him some more time, you know? Uh, Mac Jones, rookie. I mean, come on. But this season, how many wins do you think they're getting? Two and four right now. Only beating the Jets and the Texans. Uh, I'd say they make it to eight. Uh, Michael, three, four. No. Two. <laughs> Do you think they're going to lose out the rest of the season? <laughs> how, how about to take it a step further, Tony? Urban Meyer will have more wins this season. <laughs> Urban Meyer felt pretty good this week. Well, he was out of the bar again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but obviously, yeah, he finally gets the monkey off his back with that win, but against the Dolphins. So yeah. let's see it against some real competition. Uh, but <laughs> one, one other game from yesterday. Uh, Steelers 23, Seahawks 20, final in overtime. And like Michael mystically said yesterday, Gino would deliver, and he fumbles late into overtime yesterday, setting up the game-winning field goal. Pittsburgh Steelers, after a 1-3 and three start, all is forgotten. You're back to 500, and you're, you have a chance now. Seahawks, other direction. Wilson out to week 10. Gino Oof. Smith starting 2-4 and four record. What else could you say? Uh, nothing, dude. I mean, at that, at that point, I think it's over, dude. It, crazy though, how quick it's unraveled in Seattle. Yeah, absolutely tough, crazy. Um, you know, and uh, I think Gino just showed. I mean, he's still Gino. First start in four years. What's up? Well, I was just <laughs> mouthing your oh, words. Oh, okay, okay. Just, just wanted to make sure. Um. Make sure what? <laughs> no, what you were doing. Uh, but, no, I honestly think a big part, though, of the Steelers <laughs> moving forward, I, I think it's not going to be Big Ben throwing for 500 yards anymore. Right. Uh, Najee Harris uh, from Alabama, the rookie, 127 total yards yesterday, one touchdown. I think they're going to lean heavily on him, mm-hmm. short, high-percentage throws because Big Ben's not attacking downfield anymore. Uh, and then, obviously, the defense doing its job. I mean, T.J. Watt was the one who had the sack to get the fumble yesterday, so – They'll look oh. for that to carry them, and they're going to play at the Browns uh, next week. So good division game. Browns, Browns banked up. Mayfield possibly not there. Probably Yo, not, Jamal Adams, Adams is, is the woat. Worst, worst of, of all, all time. time. Did you see what he said in his presser before the game? You know how they say where they're from from college? He said, I'm Jamal Adams, and I'm the greatest of all time. Really? Yeah. You know what I'm going to say? What? Stupid. With the fourth pick in the NFL draft, because yeah. that's what we're getting from the Seahawks this year. So how about that, Jamal? Enjoy your big signing bonus. <laughs> <laughs> you really showed um, him, dude. But no, Cleveland's is is after a nice start. I mm-hmm. mean, tons of injuries. Both of the running backs are injured. Right. Uh, I think Odell. I, they haven't announced what happened to him yesterday. Uh, Mayfield, the shoulders still barking. Yeah. Uh, they could easily. This could easily spiral out of control. And it's funny because the way the season started, you say, oh. Far and away, as soon as you can finish better, this game is big next week. Yeah. Wait, do uh, does Baker play? When, when's the next game? Is it so? Th- actually, Thursday, Thursday, right? 
They play Thursday night. They play Thursday night. Yes, they wait, do. Wait, wait, wait. He has I, to get I, back I, and ready. I think I got. I think I got this wrong actually because I think the Browns are playing the Broncos. The Browns are playing the Broncos on Thursday. Yeah. So the Steelers can't be playing the Browns, but does that mean, Tony, that they possibly have a bye week, different opponent? Uh, it's very possible, dude. I don't know. And they are on their bye, so that is wow, that's dude. my mistake. But they, so the next game will be against the Browns, but that's obviously. In two, two weeks. weeks. Two weeks. But, uh, I mean, odds of Baker starting on Thursday, I think, are probably slim to none, dude. That's going to be a problem. <laughs> yeah. Who's their backup? Uh, Case Keenum. Oh. His head coach, seven, Kevin right. Stefanski, offensive coordinator, when they played the Saints, mm-hmm. Indianapolis Miracle. Defender fell down. Right. I don't think defender fell down. I believe he fell. You think he fell? <laughs> No, I think you just jumped the totally coverage. Botched, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. So Seahawks next week, they're going to host the Saints. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of a weird game. I mean, just two teams, completely different feel from just even last year. Mm-hmm. You know, Breeze obviously not being there. So right. we'll see, I guess, what happens there, Tony. And we got one last game, Monday Night Football tonight, the 4-1 and one Buffalo Bills, six-point favorites at – Three and two Tennessee Titans, eight twenty ESPN. What do you got for me? Um, I want to say Bills take this. They cover. What do they have? Minus six. Six. Um, yeah, I think they cover six, dude. Definitely. Um, I think. Um, in terms of quarterback matchup, I mean, I think Allen way better. Tannehill. Um, I mean, yeah, you know, between Allen and Diggs, I mean, yeah, you could say the Titans have Henry, right? But I mean, I don't know. I feel like some of his performances have been like. Really good, and just like marginally good. Bill is one of the best defenses defense in the league. Exactly. So, um, I'm expecting them to maybe shut down um, Henry a little bit. I forget who the Titans played a couple weeks ago, but Henry when really they lost was... to the Jets. No, they did lose to the Jets a couple weeks ago. Maybe it was against the Jets. I don't. Th- I, mean, I think it was against the Jets. They're doing a really good job of limiting Derrick Henry in terms of him running in open space, really smothering him. Would imagine the Bills are coming with the same like approach defensively. Uh, so I want to say Bills take this. We'll say 30 to 17. Yeah. I mean, hard to argue with that. And especially when you look at the uh, last couple of weeks. So Sunday Night Football last week, 38 mm-hmm. 20 over the Chiefs in Kansas City, 40 to nothing against the Texans, and then 43 21 against the Washington football team. 35 nothing on the road against the Dolphins. So, I mean, they've dominated mm-hmm. after falling week one to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, so they could not be more hot. Uh, you know, the defense is playing great. I think, like you said, I mean, Henry has to have one of those heroian mm-hmm. performances. Uh, for heroian. Yeah, you could say that. I checked Webster. You checked Webster? Adjective. No way you checked Webster. Marion Webster. Michael? Can we get confirmation on this heroian heroian performance via Marion Webster? <laughs> Come on, dude. You don't know Uncle Marion? Uncle Marion? Is it Miriam? <laughs> you never heard of Sean Marion? Come on. <laughs> uh, Marion Webster, the 50 best performances movie. <laughs> okay. Hero- oh, no, 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 I don't even know what, the, I don't even what, think what analogy I want to use here. Yeah, I got nothing. Uh, Submarine. 
So <laughs> Julio Jones has been banged up, but he's a full go. Uh, finally, AJ Brown was downgraded to questionable. I have him on my fantasy team. Need a big performance between him and <laughs> Allen. So AJ Brown, you better play. Hopefully it's just, you know, food poisoning. Somebody can get over quickly. Food poisoning. I mean, come on. I've had everyone exaggerates about food poisoning. Okay. One night. Okay. You know, you're down for the count. After that, everything's okay. Drink your water. Don't be an idiot. Trying to think, I had food poisoning once. I think I was out for two days. Two days. But you're not an NFL athlete, so they should be back in one. No. But I hope I hope he goes, honestly, because that's really gonna I'm better athlete. I need me. it. I'm two and three. Any of them do. Right the ship, get back to five hundred. Right the ship, get back to five hundred. That is, is what it's all about. about. <laughs> uh, but honestly, looking at this, um, you know, I'm actually gonna go devil's advocate here. I'm gonna say Titans pull the upset. Henry, 250 on the ground. Titans, 28. Bills, 27. Wow. Late field goal. Late field goal. So, should be interesting. <sighs> I don't know, Michael, dude. Grand pr- Tannehill grand interceptions? Here. I don't think so, bro. Michael, what do you have, Michael? What do you have for us? The Bills, 33 nothing. 33 nothing. Wow. Loves those type of games. Right. Uh, so, should be a fun one. 820. ESPN, but that's all we got for football. So let's switch gears to the world of Major League Baseball. Giving chase is Judge, and he dives into the stand. Roth begins the season with an overpowering strikeout of Ronald McDuney. The wall is gone! Three-run home run! What's going on here? I love it. He drives one to the moon. High, deep, and very good. All right, all right. And, and I just need to ask you seriously, Tony. Are you surprised yourself? I mean, coming out of New York, two teams, seasons that ended, that there's just not more information going on right now? I mean, we've basically <laughs> heard nothing besides guys are not going to be the general manager of the Mets. That's all we've heard from both teams. Yeah, pretty much, dude. Um, honestly, I'm really surprised at the lack of offense here uh, in terms of making moves during this postseason for New York. Um, I'm really not sure why, to be honest. I, I heard, you know, there was some speculation for for the Yankees in terms of Boone. Um, you know, maybe they they kind of threw a number out at him that was a low ball. Um, I forget who was talking about this, but they saying ESPN I did radio? this, perhaps. Okay, might have been just maybe someone I was talking to on the street, you know. Um, but um, uh, <laughs> but they're saying they did, the, they did the same thing with with Tory, where they low balled him an offer. He said no thanks. Um which maybe they're doing the same thing with Boone. So Boone is kind of hanging back on the offer, seeing what else um, he can kind of get because, um, you know, quite a few managerial positions have opened around the MLB um, as of recently. So um, maybe they're maybe they they did offer Boone something and they're just kind of he's sitting on it and waiting to see what happens. Tony, I love it. Honestly, usually you don't bring me good news when it comes to this stuff. But what you're saying is that everyone has assumed up to this point, lock was coming back. Mm-hmm. Now, kind of one of those things with Lee Corso, college football game day would go not so fast. <laughs> and that's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying right now. I'm putting on the San Diego Padre headgear. And I'm saying Aaron Boone is, is on a plane to California. And, and I think this is I think, honestly, they, they finally have come to their senses. Honestly, that's that's what I'm feeling now, because. Because, like I said a week or two ago, mm-hmm. if they if they wanted him, about a week ago, they were they were confident he'd be signed. Right, exactly. So um, we'll kind of see what happens. I do hope for the Cardinals' sake he doesn't go for the 
Cardinals, honestly, and even the Padres. I don't know, dude. I don't think he really be a good manager you're, at all. Your non-Michael King take here, who is the best manager realistically? Like a realistic option, not saying, oh, Joe Torre, like we know he's not coming out of retirement. <laughs> Could be. Who, who, who's the, that's gettable? Who do you think is the best candidate? For the Yankees you're talking yes. about now. Yes. Um, Honestly, dude, I mean, with Schilt, not with the Cardinals. Yeah. Talk about experience in the postseason. Um, has done a lot of good for the Cardinals for a long time. They've been contending teams. Um, the only issue I would have is, is, is why – why is he not with the Cardinals? Philosophical. Thank you, because I was disagreement. About to stumble upon that. Um, burglary. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> uh, but, Richard Sherman with the burglary. Uh, burglary. Didn't, nice, didn't, dude. Didn't, nice. Didn't botch that. Uh, whatever happened to Richard Sherman? Uh, injured his hamstring <laughs> with the Bucks. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, we'll see again. You know why? I, you know that would definitely be a um, an, you know a question of mine if I were the Yankees. Um, the only thing I think of is I know Schilt is an incredibly religious man. So maybe that had something to do with it. I I mean I think it's philosophical disagreement. I mean, I I think it's just like the typical power struggle with the general manager. Um, but it's just like so that's the only thing. Like I I like the track record. I mm -hmm. like how he rallied the troops this year after a poor start. Right. Uh, but I just think the way Brian Cashman is that he's. He doesn't like some, the compromise. Yeah, he'll have a few philosophical disagreements himself. Oh, my huh. God. It's just, you know, I mean, after what they did to us this year, to just they, they can't, like, just give us some direction. Mm -hmm. Really, it's, it's disgraceful. I really think it is. Um, I think you've been saying it every day now since But you, know, you also season. said, what was it, two weeks ago now that we know about Boone? Yeah. No, no, no. I think last, I think, what, I don't know, <laughs> this week. <laughs> yeah. This Friday, dude, this Friday. Okay. Halloween's coming up, you know. Oh, you're saying the manager will know. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> uh, it just it just pains me uh, that you know. I mean, the Red Sox right now are in the midst of the ALCS. Yeah. With the Yankee spot because they would be in that uh, position. Right, dude. But they're not, so it's tough. That's because it wasn't the Yankee spot. <sighs> but. I guess, as I've been saying for the last 12 years, Tony, there's always next year. So let's see. Let's see if they step up, answer the call, <laughs> and bring a 28th championship to 161st in a river. And there's a parade this time next year. This time? Give or take <laughs> a couple weeks, Tony. <laughs> Technicalities over here. Uh, yeah. so obviously hope we have some news. We'll bring it to you if we get it. Right. Yeah. We'll bring it for New York Mets, Yankees. Um, any news at all, dude. Yeah. I mean, we, we did talk about being out of the conversation. So your whole Bob Melvin might be a little not happening. Oh, it definitely isn't at all happening. So now, I mean, who, who's, I don't know, dude. I mean, you got to throw something out there. I got nothing. They haven't even said anything. There's not even like a group of people they've been interviewing. I, I There's swear, nothing. I swear to God, I heard on, I think it was the fan. They're saying Zach Scott might be back in play after getting hammered. Really? Yeah. Has he not been arrested? Um. Yeah, but I guess it's like they're saying, uh, they kind of want, basically they're saying they want to develop somebody and not mm -hmm. potentially have to bring in a big name, which, I mean, isn't the worst idea in the world. I think too many teams go for the quick fix and not yeah. get the next. I know it's tough. Thing. I kind of enjoyed Scott a little bit when he first came in as interim. 
um, GM. I thought, you know, he, he made some pretty ballsy moves. He, he seemed to kind of walk into that position with confidence, obviously a little bit too confident, you know, hit the bottle a little bit and driving. But, I mean, I guess we'll see. I wouldn't be totally, I guess, disappointed. Opposed. Yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to the idea. But, again, we keep it under control here. Tony. <laughs> uh, so we'll track it. Mm-hmm. We'll give you the give you the updates as they come along. Uh, NLCS Braves five last night. Dodgers four. Braves lead two nothing. Um, and that's despite Ian Anderson uneven performance last night. Only giving him three innings, but they get that home run from Jack Peterson and Eddie Rosario walk off single. And Max Scherzer said. Felt in the bullpen. Arm is tired. Mm-hmm. Third appearance in seven days. So Dodgers go down. And I, all I could say is I'm shocked. Honestly, I cannot believe this series isn't at least 1-1. I know. Honestly, me too. I would think, um, you know, obviously the first game was pretty tight. Walk obviously. off. Yeah, it was 2-1, right? Yeah. Yeah. Walk off. No, I was just saying because you went double, obviously, two senses. Did I? Yeah. Two senses in a row? <laughs> um. Technicalities. Ratings. Ratings. Could be a precursor. Never know. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone's a little tired today. <laughs> um, I don't know what you're talking about, dude. So anyway, um, you know, the Braves kind of sneaking by in the first game. I kind of would have expected the Dodgers to take the second game. It's honestly pretty decisively. Uh, but evidently that was not the case. Kind of thought Scherzer would be fine. I really thought he'd be feeling fine. You know what I'm going to say. Wait, what? Law of averages? Good. No, no. You think it's hung over to do with, yeah, hitting the, the bottle too hard. Yeah, but he came back. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, dude. Uh, uh, I don't know. He came in for ninth inning, you know. Right, but, but, but what do you think he did after he got the save? Probably drank. Yeah. So kind of tough. Kind of tough for sure. After they had won his first 13 starts, dropping the last, last two. two. Um, How about Austin Riley, though? The home run, the walk-off single in game one. Uh, He might be arguably the best Third baseman in the National League. Yeah. I mean, we talked about him during the season as well. I mean, he had a, a, a huge boom of offense. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you pair that up with the rest of the lineup. Obviously, you know, Acuna is not around. But we got Albies. Yeah, Albies. Um, you got Freeman, of course. You know, there's, there's there's plenty of other names to pick out from that lineup. And, you know, they're not – they're not you know, the Braves aren't anyone to be, to be snickered at. But, I mean, you know, going into this series, you would expect the Dodgers to be a little bit more rounded – um, as a whole team, just have honestly better pitching and better offense all around. But, um, you know, as we see when these games are close, anything could happen. And, you know, the Braves took the first two from them. So it's going to be tough for them, honestly, to come back. And honestly, I'm going to say it again. Honestly, right now, a little skeptical the Dodgers are going to pull this one off. Are you not? No, because I just think road games – Playoffs, championship series, oh. Dodger Stadium. I mean, a whole different ball game, Tony. And, you know, this Dodgers team didn't win 106 games by accident. Um, Obviously. And I think it's a shame because, you know, let's say the Yankees were in the National League, easily would have defeated the Braves in the playoffs at this point and would have given the Dodgers a run for their money. So just something to keep in mind. Do you think they would have given the Dodgers a run for their money? Oh, I mean, not even close. They couldn't even give the Red Sox run for their money in the wild card game. Yeah, but what if it was a three-game series, a five-game series, a seven-game series, not a one-game flick of the wrist, roll of the dice? They were get swept. Yeah, okay. Um, no, but really, though, do you think – <laughs> <laughs> Dude, 
bare minimum next year we'll at least go back to the wild card series best of three or no no with the new cba though because i mean they're gonna you know how it is they have to make more money add more playoff games i mean we've seen it time and time again no matter what sport we're talking about i don't think so though why just because the 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 one and done yeah the the buzz exactly dude um, you need you need a one and done, not just because the Yankees lost. You have to make it the best series out of three. But this now. isn't a personal preference, not like a prediction. Like I'm just making sure here. Like that's actually what you believe, not what you want. No, it's literally what I believe. I think um, too many people are talking about how the wild card should be just a one and done game, um, and that's just baseball. If you think it's unfair, then win the division. And that's it. But as our good friend Matthew once said, what I would say to Commissioner Manfred. Do you like money? And the thing is, he does. So there's no chance that the playoffs are not going to expand. And you heard it here first. And that. Well, then what? Is what it's all about. You think he's, they're going to start letting more teams in the playoffs as well? I mean, that's what they did last year. I mean, it's just like you know what I mean. I don't agree with it. Right. But I'm just saying that's they, I don't more think games, so. Regular season, more games, playoffs. And no matter, it doesn't matter what sport you're talking about. It just happens time and time again. They don't eliminate games from the schedule. Right. But I think at this point, I don't think they're going to add more. I mean, the season as long as it is, the postseason as long as it is, I don't think they're going to be adding more games. And what are we going to go into the second, third week of November? Uh, I mean, last year we didn't, right? Well, no, but there was, was less off days. Yeah. No, no, but it wasn't because of that. They followed the regular timeline of what the 162 would be. They made it a best of three in the wild card right. series, and yet they finished right about right on time. Yeah, but that was a bit of an extenuating circumstance. I mean, well, they, no, they, remember- they mashed in games. Everyone had double headers every day almost. I mean, like, what are we talking about? All I'm saying, you could pretty much stick to the same timeline. You don't need two days off in between games like they no, used to. No, you don't. But I don't think they're going to be able to jam-pack everything into that time period. There's going to be an extension in terms of the postseason at that point then, in terms of time. This this CBD CBA CBD no this CBA CBD is nuts, bro. <laughs> this CBA is gonna be nuts, though. I think honestly, and I really hope CB what CBA. Okay, I'm just making sure. Oh my god, no, but honestly, Tony, I mean, I really they're better. I mean, after all that we've been through as Yankee fans this year, they're better not be a fucking lockout next year. Otherwise, no honestly, we're going up to the commissioner's office. And we're, we're going to have to have a talk. I think so, if there's a lockout, they should just have every stadium open, public. You want to go there and play? Go play. Go play, dude. Uh, have everything stocked. Everything's for free. All the beer and the booze and whatever you want. Stocked and ready to go, dude. But I mean, Boom. back to what I said about liking money, the one thing that I makes me more confident about this is the fact that the owners have taken it on the chin the last couple of years, reduced attendance, mm-hmm. less games last year, right. all that. Uh, I don't think they could afford – another lost season so i feel no. like that's oh yeah gonna hell no they're gonna want baseball to be played um but honestly though what do you think of, to, to have just better you know there's not always a risk of a lockout there's not all this tension i mean what what is it gonna take because i feel like we've been saying this the past 20 30 years um honestly i think what it is and we saw it a lot with the COVID season was ownership being too greedy i think that's what they have to understand um they honestly can't be that greedy that, right. you know, baseball is something bigger than them. Am I right, dude? Um, and it deserves to be played. Obviously the players are out there for the players. Yes. Are getting lots of money, but I mean, they're risking, they're not risking, but they're pretty much devoting their whole life to the season. I mean, like how long is our season here? I think the owners really have to kind of, 
yeah, be less greedy. Yeah. Be a little more um, cooperative and make compromises. That's the word I'm looking for. It, it, no, because it honestly, open-minded. I mean, it really at this point is childish. Like, Very like, childish. You know what I mean? That we're talking. Oh, they can't get along. So the season, uh, uh, an industry that's millions upon millions of dollars is is going to be canceled because of like a petty argument. That's yeah. that's what it seems like. It's like we're six year olds. Yeah. Um. So hopefully they get it together. Um. Because I cannot wait. The chase for 28, Tony. And also, what's going to happen with the Mets? I'm honestly interested to see how they rebound. <laughs> the chase for three. <laughs> Cohen, I mean, is he going to put his money where his mouth is? Because we saw him chirping a lot this year. Didn't produce much results. I mean, I don't know. I, th- I think he definitely learned a lot this season. Talking about someone taking it on the chin. I think Cohen definitely had a lot of backlash. Um, for his moves, especially with the talk of him when you know being the owner of the Mets, right. how money is of no option, and you saw him kind of cut corners a little bit with some cheap out on George Springer, cheap out on George Springer. You know, McCann should have <laughs> been JT. Yeah, exactly. So it's like you see him kind of cutting corners a little bit. Um, definitely not. Um, you know, managing, I guess. Um, you know, his staff and, and the team and everything as people thought he would. Um, as honestly, as he said he would. Um, and because of that backlash, of course, you can call him the people's owner. Like he's a fan first, whatever. Um, I think he took that kind of pretty personal. And I think you're going to see him, you know, put his money where his mouth is, like you said. Light up the offseason. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of, of lighting up, getting lit up, Astros at Red Sox, game three, 808 FS1, Fenway Park. Your Gwitty versus Rodriguez. We are going to see some runs in this game, are we not? I think so. I think it's going to be a high-scoring run at this point. You'll get the pitching matchup. Um, you know, both the Red Sox and the Astros, I think, um, in terms of starting pitching and their bullpen, really um, don't have a lot going for them. Um, I mean, I guess you could say, you know, argue the Red Sox have maybe a little bit more of the edge there with Sale and Uvalde. But, uh, I mean, beyond that, it's it's a little tough. Um so I think that their lineup is going to be slamming the ball here at Fenway. And I want to say, I think, honestly, Red Sox take this one 9-7. Nine, 9-7? Seven. Nine, seven. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you know, I am going to say Astros 10, Red Sox 6. Astros take that 2-1 lead, ride it all the way to the fall classic. I don't know, man. I know Fenway's tough. I get it. But also, these Astros, they've been in the playoffs before. Right. They're battle-tested. They step up in the big moment. Um, I've been impressed at what I've seen out of Correa so mm-hmm. far this postseason. And yeah, very true. More and more, even though we do have the prospects waiting in the wings, I'm really hoping that he comes to the Yankees. Honestly. I think he could um, be a big asset. Yeah. I mean, I mean, definitely a big asset. But in terms of, of Correa, honestly, the whole middle infield for the Astros has been very impressive. Um, Altuve can stay in Houston. I never want to see him on the Yankees ever in my life. Let, let me say that. Let me be clear. Same thing with Bregman, the rat. We do not need him. Correa is welcome, though. Well, you know, back to tonight's game, you know, with two teams that are irrelevant and actually still playing and everything. Um, I think, honestly, I think I think Devers is going to continue to be hot here. Absolute. I don't, what about that hand, though? The, hand, the wrist, the side. I don't think it's going to be anything. What is the injury, though, honestly? I have no idea, to be but honest. But you've seen the weird I've seen, yeah, yeah, like, after swing. Um, I don't think anyone knows. Yeah. I don't think he knows. But I'm expecting a three-run homer out of him late in the game to put them up 9-7. 
Uh, Ride it out, dude. Michael, socks. What do you got, Strohs, dude? What do you got? Don't care. <laughs> and just cancel it. Honestly, it's so stupid. Really is. Really is. Really it's not. Just stupid right. series. Oh yeah, it's not right, dude. You know, just oh, Yankees aren't in the postseason. Let's just cancel it, dude. I mean, wouldn't be the worst idea, honestly. You think Fox wouldn't want the money back for their TV contracts with these low ratings for this type of series? Horrible. The two ratings. most hated teams in baseball. I guess. I guess. I see a lot I of people guess. watching the I games. Guess. I go watch yeah, it. There's only the, people like you watching the game, Tony. No, I, I mean all of the Red Sox fan I see. There's only ten. There's not only ten Red Sox. There's only ten. No, there's not. Dude. I That's just funny. can't wait though. We're all gonna go <laughs> Fenway Park next year. Yankees, Red Sox, and I just can't wait. At that point in the season, Yankees will be easily five games clear in the standings. <laughs> all those people who gave me a tough time when I was there for the wild card game, singing "Sweet Caroline." I might sit a few rows away from oh, you just in a case. Few rows, a few you know, rows. Okay. I'll be right next okay. to you, Barnes. Uh, because this is it. This is the end of the supposed run for the Red Sox, and I, I wouldn't be surprised by this time next year. Alex Cora might even be the manager because he's going to go down cheating again. And I think we're going to find out about this very, very <laughs> soon. Where do you think A.J. Hinch is going to go? Is he going to go any, anywhere, dude? Uh, I think he's going to manage the Lakeland Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> I think they're going to demote him, honestly. Really? We don't need a cheater. We're an up-and-coming team, finally, after all these long seasons or results. I think the Tigers are finally headed in the right direction. So... We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll uh, see. Just on the way out here, Tony, I need your help. Uh-oh. Uh, I need a lock of the night. For what? NHL. I have the full schedule here. All right. I do have a game in mind, and I'm, I'm just curious where you're going to go here. So we got Rangers at Maple Leafs. Definitely not. Crackers at Flyers. Kraken. You okay. just said crackers. <laughs> I swear to God, dude. Ducks at Flames. Blues at Coyotes. What do you feel best about here? I mean, the lock would be Blues at Coyotes. Blues, honestly, maybe not the Biggest lock, um, but I mean, the Arizona Coyotes, dude. Worst team in the NHL? Yeah. Really? Have been for a while, really, really always down there with, like, Detroit um, and even, uh, um, you know, uh, sorry, Ottawa as well. So, I mean, that is probably your your pretty, I guess, easiest one, most lock. I would honestly even go Ducks over. And then actually, you know, never mind. I will Calgary over Ducks. Okay, my question though, why is Calgary two to one favorite over the Ducks? I mean, they just lost to Edmonton the other night. I mean, Calgary by five three or something. Um, well, Edmonton obviously good team. Uh, right. You think of their scores, their players. Um, they're really nothing to sneeze at. And if I can get up their roster, dude. Sorry, my laptop is fucking up, dude. Um, but they really they have a decent amount of forwards. Honestly, they had good offense last two seasons. Um. They've been playing a lot better uh, as a team. They made a few uh, acquisitions. Um, I think Michael Furland uh, is a center, really good for the team. Um, and you know the, the Ducks. You know they have they have veterans. They have good players. They have you know hockey players with high hockey IQ. You could say, and they are goal scorers. You know they'll, they'll come up big sometimes, but consistently, you know they they are kind of getting old. So in the long run, you know, they're really not that great. And again, their goaltending isn't phenomenal, but um, that's what I would want to say why the Flames are favored by that much. See, that's your lock of the night: Flames at home 
No, my lock over was the Ducks. Blues over Coyotes, dude. No, but then you kind of went back. But then I'm saying if you also want to do, I don't know, more games, if you want to parlay or something. All right, all right, dude. all right. But when it comes down to it, your lock of the night, Blues over Coyotes. Yes. All right. So we'll see. We'll recap tomorrow what happens. What's, what's the um like? What's the line for the Blues? The Blues are minus 180. Okay. Um. So I don't know. I just it, it's tough for me to go against the Ducks. I mean, they did lose that game the other night. Right. Uh, I forgot who they were. Was it the Wild? Yeah, I think yeah, it was the Wild. It was the Wild. Um, What's but, the uh, over under and goal scored? For the so Blues. The Blues is five and a half. Kind of a low total. I would take that. No, I would take that under, dude. Under five and a half. Under five and a half. Why? Because you think just the Coyotes just aren't going to score? Yeah. Three nothing. What if it's six nothing? Then you would take the over. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You don't think that's. <laughs> I don't lead. think it'll be six nothing. No. All right. All right. The Blues have been struggling since they won the cup, um, dumping off some players, trying to get better prospects. And do I think they'll win? Yes, by a lot. Three nothing. Yeah. I mean, it's the National Hockey League. It is. Anything. Anything can happen. Almost anything could happen. Uh. So <laughs> we'll see. Looking forward to you know maybe second TV, third TV. We'll watch it. Um, <laughs> oh, and must be nice, dude. Just just on the way out here, how pumped are you, Tony? Your favorite sport resumes play tomorrow. The National Basketball Association. What do you got? Uh, Mike was hyping me up. Honestly, I'm excited that yeah. you guys are excited because maybe that means we can like go out, get some pizza and wings, and like sit somewhere, yeah, and watch the games, you know, dude. Yeah, dude. I want to watch the opening are, night. Are we are we locking this in tomorrow? tomorrow? Yeah, we have screen time tomorrow at seven. Right. I mean, I think, uh, have to confirm that. But afterwards, what time is the first game? It's probably seven, right? I think if it's, it's seven thirty, but then it doesn't start to like seven forty something. There's also a game on at Later 10, games. So there's, yeah. there's room. There's margin here. What is the docket for tomorrow? We got Knicks playing. Not no, no, Knicks, Knicks are playing the next Golden game. State. No, no Nets, playing Lakers. Right? Bucks. Nets, Bucks, Nets, rematch. Golden State, Lakers, State, I Lakers. believe it's ten, uh, and I think it's on TNT. Mm. Of course, it's on TNT. So I guess we'll have to sort out the details. Maybe a Southport pizza delivery during screen time. That'd be pretty. Sweet. They wouldn't do that, but we could get fire pizza med. Pizza med, never been there. Same, same owner. Same owner. How about Sally's in Stanford? No. How about how about brew brew uh, brew better Brewport would be fire. You better call in Sally's now. Unbelievable though. You know what I mean? Like. I, it's too like high high tech, whatever you want to call it. It's the too. Kiosk. I think the word you're looking for is Connecticut. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I mean, not really though. No, no one else too does that, dude. dude. Anywhere else, you could just call a place. I want a pizza. Yeah. Ready in 20 minutes. Like this whole you have to reserve it a day before is absolutely atrocious. I know it's, it's disgusting. Um, it's not what pizza's about. They're ruining it. I mean, it's just it's just so like well, you're that crazy. You're that busy that you, you can't. They just don't want to work. Common theme today, Tony. Common theme, unless you're a member of the New York Yankees. Other than that, no one. What are we talking about? Are the Yankees working today? <laughs> yeah, yeah, behind the scenes. What are they doing? Getting ready for next season. <laughs> I swear there was video of Judge taking batting practice. Really? Am I kidding? Where? Yeah. Private batting cage. Somewhere. No, where was the footage? Like, where did you see it? Twitter. Really? Yeah. His Twitter. The, Personal as, Twitter. As Stephen A. would say, the Twitter sphere. That's pretty lame. He said it, not me. Yeah, but you're saying it. You're reiterating. Well, I said it. He said cool. it. I didn't say it. I said it. But you're reiterating that he's saying it. Don't spread his words around, dude. We don't need that. Um. So a lot of, <laughs> lot of you know, despite the, uh, <clears throat> you know, 
downtime for our baseball teams. A lot, of, a lot going on in the sports world, other sports. So we'll focus on that. You know? Yeah, and, uh, definitely, dude. Definitely watch the Rangers tonight. I tell you that much. Uh, you didn't. You kind of like suggested though that because you're you're so tight on the Rangers. By the way, so like I, what you basically said without saying it is that the Maple Leafs are gonna win like five one. That's this. You're like, oh, oh, don't touch that game. I wouldn't touch it, honestly, dude. Capo Caco is out for the Rangers. <laughs> what was that? Capo Caco. Okay, but you know who's not out for the Rangers? Chris Kreider. Correct. You know what? You don't even have to worry about that game. <laughs> don't even bet hockey tonight. Wait for tomorrow. You know why? The Devils versus the Kraken. 2-0 to start the season. Let's go, Barnes. Yeah, what, what happened the other night? You're telling me not to take the Devils. Hughes. Hughes is going to be a scorer Hughes, this season. Hughes is not going to be a scorer. Let, 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 let's pull the, the rhetoric here. Yeah. Um, well, dude, listen. I mean, I'm not taking anything away from him. That was a phenomenal goal by his oh, part, He had multiple goals I mean, that when, game. Yeah, two goals. But when, um, two. Yeah, two. Yeah, no, that's yeah, great. No, two dude, goals. That's great. Yeah, two um, goals. But, you know, in the first a, game of the season. totally different um, animal. When He's you get a totally different animal, yes. Um, all right, dude. No, no, well, you're still on. You, yeah, you're, you're still on. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. We're still, he's still um, waiting for something, but it, it, Barnes is impatient. He's just like, just nothing, nothing's coming out. <laughs> no, I think I'm done. Now, dude. <laughs> no, and especially what, too. What, what time will tell, dude? They're gonna lose against the Kraken. No, they're not. They're gonna sure, lose against the Kraken dude. who are playing a back to back. You don't think you're gonna be tired from the night before? First time being a team, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, no, 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 it's the NHL. This is the first time ever playing. I mean, they're playing the Ducks. You just talked about the veterans on the Ducks. You don't think they're going to, you know, throw it's a the young shoulders. devils. Wait, the Kraken? They're playing the Flyers tonight. Uh, no, they are playing the Ducks. Look, look at Barnes knowing that's, more than that's you, your, Barnes. That's tonight. Yeah. Monday. Yeah. October 18th. Yeah. The Ducks are playing the Flames. We were just talking about that. And that is what it's all about. <laughs> what? <laughs> what, dude? You kind of feel like you're going crazy a little bit. Yeah, a little bit, dude. Uh, either way, Tony. <laughs> no, matter who... <laughs> no matter who they're playing, I'm just saying it's tough to play back-to-back games in hockey. It just is. One last question for you, though. I, I I need you to educate me here. Flyers, not a good team this year. Or... Um, they've always been a contending team. Um, I wouldn't say they're a bad team. I think they still have Hayes. Um, I, don't, I don't know if Giroux's still on the team. Gossespierre, um, former Rookie of the Year, great defender. Um, they are a, a very good team. Okay, so yeah. basically you, you're expecting <clears throat> them to handle the Kraken tonight, or are you thinking upset? Um, I don't know. I mean, the, the Kraken did pretty well against the Predators. Um, the Predators have some good talent, especially defensively. Um, so, you know, they can definitely – I think they've showed so far that they could score – um, I think it'll be a battle, honestly, tonight. I think maybe I think it's gonna be overtime, honestly. Wow. I think Flyers are gonna take it four three. Okay, all right. So OT. We'll, three we'll, on three. Anything could happen. We'll see what happens. Uh last thing though on the way out. Um simmer down barns. Wow. Yeah. Where's the lasagna? Yeah, I'm hungry. Question, dude. I, I gotta go home for it, dude. My um, mom wants me home ASAP. Why do they do overtime losses? What is the point? Why not just wins, losses? Why do we need a separate category for overtime losses? Uh, I think it's because of the point system is what it is. Once you go into overtime, um, regardless, everyone gets a point. So, like, even though even though you lost, you're getting a point because you made it to overtime. No, but what about the fraud Chicago Blackhawks 
winning streak because they included games which they had an overtime loss four or five years ago. Do you remember that? Yes. All over Sports Center, mm-hmm. despite not even having any hockey coverage. I was just like, are you kidding? I just feel like there's just no point in it. I mean, are, are we going to have a, a basketball overtime losses category, Michael? Well, it's, it's a little so different stupid. in basketball. So stupid. So stupid. Na- it's a little different in basketball because in mm. hockey, you're playing three on three in overtime. It's like, that, but that, they but that's, made, their that's their fault. Did, They're so force, dumb. Force them to play three on three. They, they made that rule. Yeah, I didn't force them. Okay. But that's why they have the overtime. But, so yeah. what could you explain to me why it's three on three, though? Um, well, they want to speed up the regular season games, essentially, because a lot of times overtime has been triple, quadruple overtime a lot of these times because goal scoring sometimes is really hard to come by in hockey. How long ago did they change that? Three years ago? Two years ago? It's really only been that? Yeah. I thought it's three. Been, oh, okay. Three. So they used to go fourth, fifth overtime type of thing? Well, so in regular season, they normally go to the shootout. Right. But another reason why they want to do three and three is to avoid the shootout because okay. that's even. Playoffs, yeah. though, is it three and three? Uh, playoffs is overtime, five no on five, shootouts. no shootouts. We, we've seen some lengthy games. Oh, yeah. I remember, I think in 2012, um, when the Rangers were in the cup against the Kings. Yes. It got LA swept. Kings. Uh, I think they won one. I don't think so. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, there was one game, 2.30 in the morning, quadruple overtime. Anze Kopitar scored it, came winning. Matt's farting on the futon. It's nice Italian leather. Better be careful, dude. Better check your pants, bud. Come <laughs> on, my sweatshirt's right there. You're in front of the cameras, dude. This is where I am. Uh, but yeah, so I think that's one of the biggest reasons why um, they did three on three to avoid the shootout, to kind of still have some type of play without just having it go overtime, five and five all night. Because that's obviously regular season, you can't do that. Seems a little similar to the Ghost Runner. Situation. Oh, absolutely. I think baseball derived that idea yeah. from hockey, you know? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, something to think what, about. One last comment here from Mary. What do we got? Uh, Relax, Anthony. Wow. Wow. All right. Um, that being said, fellas, any words of wisdom for tonight? <laughs> Not really. Michael, <laughs> just pump for the NBA. Live, laugh, and cry. Dan Campbell. Jimmy V. Yep. Dan Campbell. Jimmy, Jimmy V. v. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did say that. He did say he that. He did say that. Uh, he did. One of my that, favorite speeches. That being said, I mean, great Monday episode. Really Not as good as Sunday. All. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what the overnights are, as Doggy would say. Yeah. Doggy. Um, but that being said, <laughs> everyone keep commenting, liking, subscribing. Enjoy your night. We'll see you. Mañana. Hey guys, Tony here from Downtime TV checking in. I want to thank all our fans out there who's been liking, subscribing, sharing our content. You guys are the best. You guys are our bloodline. You make us love what we do. Thanks again.